despite the radical shift in domestic politics, we are not likely to see a similar shift in foreign policy. For example, if you read through New Zealand's first ever national security strategy, written in 2023 by the previous Labour government, you will see words and sentiments that have been echoed clearly by the new PM and foreign minister in recent weeks, such as the importance of deepening partnerships with like-minded countries like the United States. Hi, I'm Catherine Pack, Senior Fellow for the Australia Chair at CSIS, and I'm here to talk about my recent critical questions, the geopolitical promise of New Zealand's conservative swing. I decided to write this critical questions report because we have New Zealand, a key partner for the United States, having just gone through one of the most dramatic shifts in government that we've seen in any democracy over the past few years. And this is at a time when the United States is making really an unprecedented push to expand its work with partners and allies across the Indo-Pacific. I was keen to explore what this rightward swing in New Zealand politics meant for the U.S. and the region particularly for U.S. re-engagement in the Pacific, of which New Zealand has been a critical supporter. Under the previous Labour government, the U.S. and New Zealand, which had been historically close but not always strategically aligned, saw a real convergence in outlooks over the past several years. Then Prime Minister Ardern's visit to Washington, D.C. and warm bilateral meeting with President Biden in 2022 was hailed by both sides as a sign of expanded cooperation and partnership across a range of sectors, as well as agreement on the threat that China poses to regional stability. Given this positive trend, it makes sense for U.S. policymakers to be asking, will this relationship continue its positive trajectory under a new government? The main takeaway of this piece is that despite the radical shift in domestic politics, we are not likely to see a similar shift in foreign policy. For example, if you read through New Zealand's first ever national security strategy, written in 2023 by the previous Labour government, you will see words and sentiments that have been echoed clearly by the new PM and foreign minister in recent weeks, such as the importance of deepening partnerships with like-minded countries like the United States. What I see as most significant here is the commonality of foreign policy posture across the two ends of New Zealand's political spectrum. I would posit that we have moved beyond any real debate in the New Zealand system about the fact that their national security is tied to working with partners and that an active foreign policy in this regard is in New Zealand's best interest. In fact, this new government appears to be doubling down on those sentiments, such as Prime Minister Luxon's public statements on the possibility of New Zealand taking part in AUKUS Pillar 2. Foreign Minister Winston Peters also sent a clear signal when he traveled to Fiji just last month, reinforcing the value New Zealand places on its Pacific Island neighbors. All of this is good news for U.S. policymakers, but I also caution that we don't yet have total clarity on what New Zealand's foreign policy voice will be, and several questions remain. For example, it is yet to be seen what complexities this first-ever coalition of three parties brings to bear on New Zealand's foreign policy, particularly with regard to China. Luxon's National Party has traditionally been in favor of closer business and trade relations with China, and Luxon himself spoke favorably about China's Belt and Road Initiative as recently as this past summer. Will this affect how far New Zealand is willing to go on issues such as Taiwan or the South China Sea? We will need to wait and see. Another uncertainty is AUKUS. Even seriously exploring opportunities in Pillar 2 may take a government commitment to gain public support in New Zealand for this initiative. And finally, despite Foreign Minister Peter's recent trip to Fiji, he did not make any hard commitments on issues that the Pacific was hoping for. All eyes will be on the Luxon government's first budget announcement, which will likely come out later this spring, to see if monetary commitments match the strong rhetoric that we've been hearing. In conclusion, the foreign policy outlook of New Zealand's new government is very likely to be more, not less, aligned with the United States. The bilateral U.S.-New Zealand relationship will continue to take work and dialogue by both sides, but the overall trajectory is up. To read the full Critical Questions publication, The Geopolitical Promise of New Zealand's Conservative Swing, please visit CSIS.org.